0: to your favorite thursday podcast i'm nick mitchell and i'm scott tedford barnes and you are listening to legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge thank you for joining us we have a very special episode today don't we scotty all the special all the episode all the time thursday's holiday august 18th is national ice cream pie day Ooh. What's ice cream pie?
1: Dude, okay. So, like, <laughs> go to Dairy Queen and go get the Reese's ice cream pie. That shit is lit. Trust Damn. me. Fam, trust me. That sounds crazy. It's so good. It, they also have a Snickers one. Oh, man. <sighs> <laughs> it's also never give up day. Okay, so get yourself an ice cream pie and do not give up.
0: <laughs> if you're having suicide thought, suicidal thoughts today, go get you an ice cream pie from Dairy Queen.
1: Oh, yeah, Dairy Queen? I mean, like, you go, you go all kinds of places and get one of those. Yeah, who else has
0: ice cream pie? Do you know?
1: Um, Boskin, uh, Kroger. I mean, like, make your own ice cream pie. I don't care. <laughs> get a pie crust and put your favorite ice cream in it. Is and that all eat it that. is? It's like, I mean, do whatever you cream want. A, yeah,
0: and um, in a pie crust. If it's okay. cake form, I don't care. Have at it. <laughs> right on. Okay, uh, we'll do our scoreboard stumper. We've got our flexio the weep. We got four notable jabronis. We'll get into our hall of fame inductee Pete and Cavilla. We'll get our scoreboard stumper answer. We'll chase the Mendoza line. We'll go to church. We've got shampoos. And we'll send you on your merry little way. So, without further ado, hit me, baby, one more time with that scoreboard stumper, Scotty. All right. So
1: this one's a little bit weird. Um, It's clearly in the middle of August, and I'm running out of stumper ideas right now because, you know, we're getting primed for football, but we're not exactly there yet. Yeah, we're like in the dead zone of sports This is preseason stumper version of Scotty's scoreboard stumper. You got it. So, okay, all right. Um, There is... Okay, so... I want to know what is the record for consecutive games in Major League Baseball with an extra base hit? Wow. Currently, there's a tie for it between Paul Weiner and Chipper Jones. I want to know, is it 10 games straight with an extra base hit, 12 games, or 14?
0: Man, 14 seems like a lot. So I'm going to go 14. All right. (laughs) All right. uh, We'll get the stumper answer after the deep dive of Pete and Cavilia. In the meantime, we've got our Flexio of the Week.
1: The super strong waterproof tape that can instantly patch bond seal and repair.
0: Each week, we recognize a franchise transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. This week's Flexio of the Week slash PR Nightmare is. The Texas Rangers fire their manager, Chris Woodward. It is it is halfway through August. Yeah, they, we're in August, y'all. They are 22 games out of first place and they're making their third base coach the interim manager, um Tom Beasley, I believe. So, yeah, making this big move, 22 games out of first place with no prayer of the playoffs. Yeah, like, what are you exactly doing? What What is this proving right You're now? You're hurting the young players, man. Keep it consistent for them. You yeah,
1: know? I mean, he's he's clearly helping develop develop people. Last year, the Rangers were, let me see this, sixty and hundred and two last year. Right now, the Rangers are fifty one and sixty three, which yeah, is a drastic only,
0: improvement. Yeah, they're only like twelve games under five hundred, not forty.
1: Yeah, so. you are nine games away from <laughs> nine wins away from t- matching your win total of last season already. So yeah. let's, I mean, like, seriously, I get it, but, um, uh, it's I a think PR you, move. you just fire him after the 60, 60 and 102 game season, I think,
0: not in you know (laughs) i don't have the quote in front of me but there's even a quote from the owner like we didn't expect to make the playoffs this year it's like then why are you firing this guy he did drastically better than last year yeah and you already admitted that with the money you spent you didn't expect to make the playoffs so where exactly is he falling short i don't really understand
1: yeah it it, it makes zero sense whatever (laughs) so
0: all right pr move that's what the flex heels always are they're just like a move that ownership makes to try to make the fan base come to games again it it just look it just it's just to make it look like they're not sitting on their hands exactly all right moving on to notable jabronis speaking of sitting on your hands fernando tatis can sit on his hands for 80 games exactly yeah (laughs) he has suspended 80 games for performance enhancing drugs, yeah, this is a bummer because this guy, the way he's playing, is like a sure fire first ballot hall of famer, yeah. Um, if he kept you know on his uh trajectory, but man, this puts him in a rod territory. A rod was name dropping him the other day, is not which is not what you want no. to happen. No, <laughs> I mean, this
1: is really hurts because I mean, the Padres got Juan Soto, and the entire time. They're getting Juan Soto and Josh Bell, everyone includes Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado in the conversation of like, oh my god, think of how they're good, they're going to be insane. Yeah, they're like, oh, we got Soto, Bell, Machado, Tatis, and people are like, wow, they're going to be
0: insane. And you're like, nope, <laughs> nope. Yeah, the Padres like bet the entire farm, like pun intended, yeah, on this season, and now Tatis is out not even just out of like blowing it for them for like a world series opportunity but also his chance at the hall of fame. Yeah, I mean it's really yes. Like all in one swoop, it's all over for him. It's yeah. so sad. Yeah, of course that
1: suspension exp- extends into the playoffs if you know how how far the Padres do go in the playoffs, but he will definitely be serving some of that suspension next, next year, year too. Even yeah. if they go
0: all the way without him, yeah. So yeah. So well, the Braves did it last year without Acuna. So yeah. I mean, maybe. the Padres have gotten
1: this far without Fernando. I mean, hopefully that you know they can make it. They're not getting. They're not catching the Dodgers, but they'll make it. They'll get I a just I feel
0: like part of the reason they were going for it this year is because they knew that they had Tatis. But that's a shame. What a way to help your team, bud. Jabroni move right there. Real, real jabroni move. Alright, moving on to our next notable jabroni uh, Marshawn Lynch Yeah Uh, (laughs) One of the weirdest DUI stories I've ever heard Of all time (laughs) He was in a car that was Uh, Basically, said to be undrivable. Yeah. Missing a tire. It was
1: a Shelby (laughs) GT500 that was missing a front left tire and almost in the front and the front right passenger wheel was almost off as well. Uh, Yeah. Quote, undrivable condition. Um, According to police report, officers found Lynch and they observed a strong odor of alcohol on him. (laughs) And the car was completely wrecked. But, um, uh, Marshawn said he that he was not drinking and that he does not do drugs, but he said that he did steal the car. <laughs> <laughs> he quote stole the vehicle in the police report. Um, <laughs> Marshawn said, "What is the problem? The car's not on. The car's not going." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "What?" <laughs> So he's in a heap of trouble. And this is comes, comes one day after the Seahawks hired him to be a special correspondent work on creative social projects. So
0: <laughs> you got that paycheck. You know, I guess he, I don't know what he did. Yeah. This is like a Nathan for you show coming out where he's going to get DUIs and steal cars. and. <laughs> Is that what it's called, Nathan? Fee? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much
1: like that. But I don't know what Marshall was thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this was like a punked thing.
1: This is too good. Uh, he had too much skittles and sprite. I guess.
0: <laughs> He's like, I stole the car, but all right. <laughs> 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 too good. Notable jabronis. All right, moving on. Uh, Mere Garrett, former Cincinnati Red. Uh. Wanna be closer? Yeah, current Kansas City Royal. Current <laughs> Royal. He is suspended three games. Uh, it was against the White Sox. Yeah, he was
1: in a game against the White Sox. He threw a drink on a fan. Uh, <laughs> clearly, there was an altercation. There was some chatter going on. You know, how AG. <laughs> you know, AG. AG likes to talk. Um, so yeah, he t- t-
0: t- tossed a drink on a fan. Pretty good move. He was trying to let his drink throw and do the talking this time.
1: Yeah, suspended three games for it. I mean, genius move. Genius stuff. Garrett. I mean it's still not as cool as Jesse Winker throwing double birds at the entire crowd, but that
0: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mir Garrett, we're done with you. Yeah. All right. Uh moving on. Uh fourth and final, notable Jabroni. Jimmy Garoppolo. I've been feeling kind of bad for him, you know. He he took his team to the Super Bowl and NFC Championship game in back-to-back seasons. Yeah, uh but recently found out why I don't feel nearly as bad for him losing his starting job to Trey Lance this year. Mm-hmm. Because I found out that he ignored the team for 2 weeks following his contract signing. He got a new deal is worth like one 137, 137. Yeah. And um proceeded to ignore all communication from the team for the next two weeks following that. Yeah. They were like, they were the clothes. So they're like, is this real? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> he,
1: he quote disappeared. Um, it said, quote, once he left the press conference, nobody heard from him for weeks and weeks. <laughs> He didn't return calls. He didn't return texts. He basically just vanished, and we were looking at each other, going, "What just happened?" <laughs> what just
0: happened? We just gave this guy one hundred and thirty-seven million dollars, and he just disappeared. You're just supposed to be league like the leader of the franchise, man. Like, yeah, exactly. Now I understand when the whole Trey Lance thing a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and and his exit from
0: New England. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo. Good luck to you playing for the Browns later this year. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Someone someone was saying the Browns were interested in signing him, and I know Kareem Hunt is asking for a trade. Can you imagine what Kareem Hunt would do in a Kyle Shanahan offense? Uh
1: yeah, a hundred percent straight up deal. I will give you I will give you Jimmy Can Garoppolo you imagine having Hunt.
0: Debo, Trey Lance, and Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Jesus, that would be ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Oh man, you
0: I oh, what a wishbone offense that would be. Woo! All right, so and then Jabroni's on a high note there. All right, getting into our Hall of Fame inductee, Pete Incavelia
1: Peter Joseph Incavelia was born April second, nineteen sixty four, in Pebble Beach, California. Inky, as he was nicknamed, (laughs) starred in baseball. (laughs) Starred in baseball at Monterey High School, and as a senior in nineteen eighty two, was drafted in the tenth round. of the MLB Amateur Draft. Pete decided to continue the progression of his game in college, choosing to attend Oklahoma State University. In Stillwater, Inky became one of, if not the greatest, power hitters in college baseball history. From 1983 to 1985, and in just 213 games, Pete hit 100 home (laughs) runs, and he led the Cowboys to the College World Series in all three seasons.
0: Wow. In Peace Junior year alone, he hit 48 home runs, totaled 143 RBIs, and had a record 1.140 slugging percentage. (laughs) Jesus. To put that in perspective, there are only 75 games in a college baseball regular season, yet (laughs) Enkies' 1985 season records became instantly untouchable. The closest anyone has come to eclipsing his mark was Lance Berkman, who hit 41 home runs. That's seven short. Uh, yeah. for Rice in 1997 Pete's career slugging percentage in college was 915 a number that was taken heavily into account when Inky was drafted 8th overall by the Montreal Expos in the 1985 MLB draft you yeah, know they really had an eye for talent oh, they really did Expos were just like showing everybody else how you're supposed to draft draft masters too <laughs> draft masters. too bad draft, they're, draft, they're gone draft draft kings. <laughs> <laughs> the first <laughs>
1: Too bad bad they're gone, but so is Pete, because unfortunately, Pete wouldn't play a single inning for the Expos, but not because of injury or a change in life plans, but because he refused to play in the minor leagues. The Texas Rangers decided that they would grant Pete's outlandish request and traded Bob Sebra and Jim Anderson to the Expos to get him. Inky became just the 15th player in Major League Baseball history to play in the majors without any time spent in the minors. In Pete's rookie season, he hit 30 home runs, a Ranger club record for rookies, but he also struck out 185 times, <laughs> leading the league. I mean, you're a rookie, you're going to strike out a lot, but he led the yeah. league.
0: <laughs> well, guys strike out like 200 times now, but back then, yeah, it wasn't like the three-outcome style baseball, you know, guys were making a lot more contact back then.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, pitchers were different. He hit at least twenty home runs in his first five seasons with the Rangers, but his strikeouts remained high. And he'd find himself in a Detroit Tigers jersey come nineteen ninety
0: one. He went the he made the whole progression just in like what is that? Like six year, seasons. In six yeah. years. He went all the way from being that Young, talented Expo prospect to spending the rest of his days at the Detroit Tigers, <laughs> <laughs> or, or even yeah, the, the Detroit Tigers South is the Texas Rangers. <laughs> he, he aged like Wayne Coyne. <laughs> Pete's production and playing time dropped off between the '91 and '92 seasons, but his career would receive a boost when he signed with the Philadelphia Phillies in 1993. Pete joined the men of Macho Row in Philly, playing alongside Lenny Dykstra, Nails. John Kruk, and Mitch Williams. He hit 24 home runs and drive in 89 runs in 1993, helping to push the Phillies to the world series where they would ultimately fall to the Toronto blue Jays. Always talking about remember the joke Carter. Um, all right. Pete stayed with the Phillies through 1996, taking a year off to play in Japan in 1995, but his production slipped further. After a couple years in Baltimore, a cup of coffee as a Yankee and returning to both Detroit and Houston in 1998, Pete called an end to his playing career. Pete
1: finished his career with 206 home runs, a career 246 batting average, 655 RBIs, and 1,277 strikeouts. In 1999, Pete was voted as the NCAA Player of the Century by Baseball America, and in 2007, he was inducted into the College Baseball Hall of Fame. Major League Baseball actually instituted a rule after Pete's trade to the Rangers, whereby... A team cannot trade a player until said player has been under contract with the team for one year. Known as the Pete Incavelia rule, it stood until 2015. In 2017, Pete was named as the manager of the Sugar Lake Skeeters. And as recently as 2021, Inky was hired as the manager of the Tri City Valley Cats. <laughs> Pete Incavilia's college records remain untouched to this day. And for someone who knew his worth and gambled on himself, Inky is truly a legend. Truly a
0: legend. I mean, he was named the player of the century for college baseball. The fact that no one has touched his number. You think about how many guys have come through college baseball through the years that have never touched his numbers. 48. Including Lance Burke,
1: <laughs> Yeah. 48 homers.
0: Incredible! In
1: seventy-five games and one hundred and forty-three RBIs. Like seriously, all dudes did just get on base. I went straight from
0: college to pro and hit thirty home runs his first year as a pro. Yeah,
1: and then never hit thirty again.
0: (laughs) It's funny. I'll actually bring up how this happened too. Um, So the whole podcast idea kind of came about because Scotty and I would be texting each other about these random players, and I remember. Pete and Caviglia was sort of like the um, fulcrum because it was that conversation where we decided maybe we should do a podcast. I was telling him, I was looking at, was it the 1986 or 87 MLB rookie of the year voting? And it's funny because Pete and Caviglia hit 30 home runs, which led all rookies that year. Yeah. But he lost rookie of the year to his teammate, fellow outfielder, Ruben Sierra. He didn't even win Rookie of the Year, but his teammate did. And it was just funny because Scott and I had been talking about that and uh, we... It was kind of like, this is the guy that made us decide, we need to do a podcast where we talk about these guys that are lesser known. And, um, you know, and it's funny, we finally got around to doing him. That that being said, yeah. For us to do the podcast based
1: on certain guys like this, Pete and Caviglia, like that's kind of how it was. He was a legend in college. And then you're just kind of like, after that, you're like, what what happened You know, what happened to him? And it's kind of like what we wanted to do, like be like, what happened to that person? Or show, you know, shed light on something new, but like, you know, who knows about Pete? Yeah, it's Kevilla. kind
0: of like the face in the crowd. Like you, like a lot of people who are listening, probably have never heard of Pete Gavilia, but at the same time, you're like, well, he's worth mentioning. He was college baseball player of the century and he has records that will never be broken in college baseball yeah yeah i see you looking at the numbers i think ruben sierra hit like 18 home runs but i was trying to figure okay. out how he beat pete he hit 16 home runs and had a 264 batting exactly average. it doesn't
1: make, make any sense to me in had a 250 batting that's why average i was he
0: 30 yeah see that's why i was texting you about him that day because i'm like it's so unfair imagine being snuffed for rookie of the year. By a guy on your own team who had like yeah. half as many home runs as you. He only had f- 55 RBIs. He didn't I mean, even play he, as many games. Ruben Sierra only played he had, like... Pete had 88
1: RBIs and Ruben Sierra had 55. See? Isn't that crazy? Bullshit. Everybody was all shit. on Ruben
0: Sierra's nuts that year. Bullshit. It made no sense at all. Pete and got got yeah. snubbed, man. He should have been Rookie of the Year. Yeah, this, this, is, this is this is what our podcast is about. I love it. So yes. I hope you enjoy it too. And Pete and absolute legend yeah absolute legend nice to finally get around to doing one of the guys who inspired the show and as you can see why he did okay uh moving on to our scoreboard stumper answer okay so i wanted to know
1: what is the record for consecutive games with an extra base hit paul Wayner and chipper jones are tied for it is it 10 12 or 14 games I'm gonna say fourteen. It is fourteen. <laughs> no way. It's fourteen. How do you hit oh. an extra base hit in fourteen How? straight games? Well, one, your Chipper Fucking Jones. Yeah, Chipper Jones. Raked and Paul Waner did it in 1927.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> what, was, what was his nickname like? I don't know. Maybe giant um, maybe octopus. I'll have to
1: look up Paul Waner. I was I, I was gonna do who has the career the most career ejections as a player, <laughs> but it didn't make enough sense. Cause it was way too early. You get, you get thrown out for cursing back in like 1914. <laughs> Did you say damn?
0: <laughs> All right. Moving on to chasing the Mendoza line. Uh, first off, uh, we want to shout out Trent Grisham. What's up? The San Diego Padres, first former first-round draft pick and center fielder, is hitting 200 now. He's up seven points the past two weeks. Six of his last 20 for a 300 average. Hell, yeah. So he's right at 200. He's right on the line. Um, earlier this week, he was actually above the line a little bit. So, you know, hopefully he can stay afloat, um, tread some water here. But, yeah, kind of a preemptive shampoo to Trent Grisham. Shampoo. Yeah, yeah.
1: Phillies need it.
0: <laughs>
1: Padres. But yeah, Padres need it.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, someone who's been uh, coming and going from this category is this, <laughs> uh, Geraldo Perdomo. Shortstop for the Diamondbacks. He's down to 199 Ooh. because he's eight of his last 44 with 10 strikeouts. Ouch. A 182 average. So um, he's only 199, you know. So he's got a shot to... Get it out of it quickly. That's kind of how it's been for him. He's never really dipped much under 200 this year, but he's come up like two or three times this year for us, I think. So, all right. And last and certainly least, <laughs> Max Muncie, Funky Muncie. He is up 28 points in the past two weeks. Yeah, he is. Which is probably a Chasing the Mendoza line record. Absolutely. If we kept track of such things, he's up 28 points to 188. Yeah. He's 18 of his last 53 with five home runs and a 340 average and he's also hitting 417 this past week alone yep incredible yeah yeah run of four home runs in six games at one point so I mean it looks like he might make it now I mean Is- I felt like it was gonna take him a while but you know when you're t- hitting so low if you hit over 400 for a week it's gonna help you dramatically. Yeah. Uh, Up 28 points. (laughs) Funky Muncie, Maxwell Muncie. All right. Get it. So a good week for Mendoza. You know, you got one guy who dipped below, you got one guy who got out of it. And then the, uh, the cellar dweller, he's up 28 (laughs) points. Yeah. He's killing it. So you can't feel so bad. (laughs) Good week for chasing the Mendoza (laughs) line. And we'll carry that momentum into church. All right, church, it is. Uh, We'll start with thoughts and prayers. Uh, Thoughts and prayers to everyone who made uh, Kim Kardashian's next partner list. Uh, It includes a handful of athletes. Sports betting sites are offering these odds on Kim Kardashian's next partner. Yep, there's good odds here. Uh, Um, Place your bets y'all. Should I do sports ones or all of them? Uh, We got to do all of them. All right, right, Van Jones is plus 800. Uh, Ray Ray J,
1: Ray J, going
0: back is plus a thousand. Nick Cannon plus a thousand. Daddy Nick Cannon, Jamie Foxx plus twelve hundred. Chris he- Chris Evans plus fourteen hundred. Harry Styles two thousand. She's like
1: twice his age. Kanye West twenty two hundred. Don't you know that my girl ain't no <laughs> hobbit? <laughs> Israel Edesanya. Is- yeah, we did it part on him. He was the dude who came out like the Undertaker. That one oh, time, oh, He's really yeah. lot of Sonia. Yeah. Uh, plus
0: 2,500 odds. Uh, Kyrie Irving plus 2,500. That's
1: a match. That's a match made in Q and
0: Prescott plus Dak Prescott, 2,500. <laughs> Michael B Jordan. He can do better. Plus 3,300. <laughs> All these guys could do better. <laughs> uh, Chris Humphreys plus 3,500. That'd be a return. Reggie Bush plus 4,000. I think they're the same height. Eminem, Eminem plus 6,600. Don't do it, M. I was telling Scott earlier, like I think that's who I'm pushing. I'm pulling for that because the Eminem like breakup album.
1: Like the, the Co- album Hushman. sales alone between Kanye and then
0: And then all M&M. the diss tracks between Kanye and Eminem.
1: Yeah, I, I said to Nick, we should buy stock and fish sticks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And then also, yeah, the South Park episodes to come out if Eminem ended up with Kim. Oh, Co- yeah. And then rounding out the um, the odds list is Scott Eastwood. I don't even know who that is. I don't either. Plus ten thousand. That must be just like some random dude, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, thoughts and prayers <laughs> to
1: all of these people. Yeah, and thoughts and prayers to each and everybody and every else one left of out there.
0: Yeah. And thoughts and prayers
1: to Pete Davidson. Yeah. So because I think Martha Stewart's
0: looking at him right now. It's yeah, probably one of my favorite churches we've ever done. Yeah. Absolutely. All Intense right, these, y'all. And we've got one shampoo. Moving on to shampoo. shampoo. It is, believe it or not, Baker Mayfield. Shampoo. Officially announced as the new starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, comedianally, the same week as it looks like Deshaun Watson is going to be sitting out the
1: entire <laughs> season. <laughs> uh, Goodell's probably going to bring the hammer. Yep. Um, hey, hey. Deshaun Watson's allowed to practice. Deshaun Watson actually got booed to death when he appeared at the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars preseason game. Oh, you didn't hear what they were chanting? Yeah, they were chanting like "no means no" and shit like that at yeah. him. Like, Cham-poo. like I hope that happens. No matter where he shows his face, wherever. Oh, yeah. He is. Well, hopefully, he won't be allowed to show his face too many times. Shampoo to Baker because that's that's huge, Cham-poo. dude. The, the Panthers could be fucking good.
0: Who knows? Yeah, maybe.
1: I mean, he's got. I mean, you got Christian McCaffrey. You got a good running back. Baker Mayfield can move out of the pocket. Hopefully, his shoulder is healthy.
0: McCaffrey can stay healthy.
1: I like their head coach. You got done raw by the Browns. Uh, Good for you, man. Shampoo.
0: All right. Well, on that note, don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball.
1: Make sure to become a member of our Facebook group, The Best and Worst of Sports Twitter, a subsidiary of Trev to join the conversation and
0: revel in sport in real time. Tune in Thursday, September 1st, as we induct Tommy Frazier. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sportsball. May the sports be with you. Always.